Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we are gonna. We got the soccer coach of uh, Mid Prairie. His uh, name is Pat Katie. Welcome to the program, Pat. Hey, I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having me again. So you, you you've uh, wrapped up the season. You you finished in the uh, ranked in the state, and the playoffs are about to begin. Could you kind of give our listeners a little breakdown as to? Uh, uh, breakdown as to you know how the the back half of the season went and where you got uh set up for the playoffs yeah you bet so we uh the last part of our season here we knew we had a couple teams we wanted to put on the schedule to uh prepare us a little more thoroughly i would guess i would say um that's for the teams that would we would meet if we got into uh des moines at the tournament and so iowa city regina was on our schedule which is a team that's been at the state tournament probably nine out of the last 10 years and then also we got west liberty uh as well on our schedule they're both members of our uh, river valley conference and uh for the people that were listening before i was saying how how uh strong southeast iowa is with representation at the state tournament every year with uh with teams iowa city regina of course is a team that gets there every year west liberty gets there quite often and uh we just want to make sure that you know we got to face the teams that uh, were really good. Knew it would be the caliber of play that we're going to have to win in playoffs in order to get to the state tournament and um, and got to face them. So, uh, you know, we traveled up to Regina. You know, as, as this as this season's been crazy bad with weather, once again, uh, you know, not favorable conditions when we got there. Uh, they play on a football field. It's pretty well beat up. It had standing water in areas in the center of it. Uh, the entire um, sideline, one of the one of the sidelines, the entire way from from end zone to end zone was just water. Um, not really playable, but we were there. We decided, you know, didn't know if we were going to be able to get the the match rescheduled to get in for play, so we agreed to go ahead and play. Um, unfortunately. The side that had all the water standing on the sideline is the side that we wanted to use for what we had scouted and where we wanted to attack them. So we uh, we had to withdraw our attack because literally when the ball was played to that spot, it stuck. I mean, there was a splash of water and the ball went nowhere. And so we told the guys within five minutes, we, we pulled back and we said, we're just going to settle in for this half and um, try to get, you know, try to just see what they're going to present to us in the, in the first 10 or 20 minutes of that half. And, and then just work on, you know, trying to counter out of it and secure things up until we got through the half. Uh, we knew we could apply what we wanted to do in the second half uh, down that sideline that was somewhat dry. But uh, once again, like I said, the conditions weren't favorable, but uh, that we went down two zero at half. We came back in the second half and uh, within 10 minutes, we got, we picked up a goal. It was 2-1. We had Virginia on their heels there for probably the next 20 minutes. We had everything stirred up, and then we just we just made two silly uh, two silly mistakes and gave them a couple goals to finish the game out. Um, it was a good you know a good character builder for us. It was it was nice to be uh, exposed in some situations so that uh, you know losing only if you look at it positively it's going to make your team stronger if you're going to lose your matches you want to lose them and you know in your preseason play and not when it's going to eliminate you from the chance to get to the state tournament so uh you know we, we took out of there 
what we could for positive building and areas of things that we need to work on. And, uh, you know, we, um, it, 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 at that point in time, the pools were set for the state for playoffs. So any game from there on out, whether you win or lose, uh, really isn't going to affect anything. You just need to uh, be able to build off where your weak areas are. And this was the best team that we had faced uh, for quite a while. And, um, you know, we took out of there what we could in order to make things get better for when we continue postseason play. Well, I hope we get some better weather. Uh, and it looks like it finally is here. How about uh, how about some of the other teams in Southeast Iowa? How, how did they fare? Is anybody else going to uh, got some good matchups or what? Uh, you know, it just depends on where you're at. Um, so our bracket is pretty it's pretty heavy. Uh, we have Gladbrook, Rhinebeck. Uh, so when they set the pools, we had a number one, a number 10, a number 12, and a number 13. Um, another tough, uh, another tough district is one where Regina got put to, uh, you got, Dy- you got Dyersville Beckman in that pool. Who's been in the state tournament, you know, off and on here for quite a few years. Uh, they, I know they were there in 2014 when we went up there cause we beat them second round, but that's an established program. You also have Regina in that pool, uh, Vinton Shellsburg, who usually has a pretty good, uh, uh, program there in that pool, and then Columbus Catholic as well. So you've got four pretty solid teams in that pool, which makes that pool difficult. Um, third down in Southeast Iowa, Burlington Notre Dame. Uh, they are they were a number three at the time when they set the pools. Um, they look like they're pretty much playing who they already play in their conference, which they've uh, manhandled either with by mercy rule of 10-0 or. 8-0 or 6-0, and it looks like they've got a pretty easy course to get to the state tournament. So I would definitely expect Beckman to get there, or uh, excuse me, Burlington Notre Dame to get there without any without any issues or hiccups. So um, Assumption sits on the east side of the state as well. Uh, West Branch got shipped over to them. I think that's probably about the toughest, uh, toughest school for Assumption that they're going to have to deal with as well. So, you know, the balance within all the pods, pools, wasn't, quite the same uh but you know once again it's it's out of our control as coaches when the state's the one who designates how the pools are set and who plays who and uh you know i've, I've had the conversation with a lot of people i don't i don't understand how they play as teams it, it never makes any sense but uh well you know like we tell our kids there's nothing we can do about it you just guys you know you guys go Go out and play it like we played our season. Just go out, and win the games, and then nobody has to question why you were placed where you were placed. Well, let's let's talk about your playoffs. Uh, you know who who you got, and, and uh, who who on their team you think is going to present some matchup problems for you. Um, our first round, we play Hillcrest, and uh, once again, like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on the state again uh, in this situation. Um, you know, it's. They're turning this into – it is a rivalry, but we share with our girls program, Mid-Prairie um, uh, shares with Hillcrest, so they're kind of a sister school for us for soccer. So as to why the state is making us play somebody that we actually share a program with, to me it doesn't make any sense, but that's what we're dealt with. Uh, when, if we can win that game the second round, more than likely we're going to be looking at playing West Liberty at West Liberty. So that'll be a very tough matchup right there to win. Uh, you know, you're looking at uh, you're looking at a one one goal game, two goal game at the most in that situation. And then it looks like probably 
or possibly the winner, uh, you know, we'll have to travel to Gladbrook Rhinebeck, but that's going to be, we're either going to have to face Waynesburg or Gladbrook mm-hmm. Rhinebeck. And I think Waynesburg probably has a pretty good shot just with their style of play and with their speed to be able to beat Gladbrook Rhinebeck. Uh, but, you know, once again, until, until all the minutes are played on these games, um, you never know. Some team can uh, have a they can have a bad ten minutes and give up a goal that could have never been given up, and and uh, you know we just have to play them out and see what ends up happening. Well, that Hillcrest Academy that sounds like you know a tough matchup, but I just I don't know a lot about their soccer program, but I just know that's an outstanding school with a tremendous yeah. athletic program, and they have a lot of great athletes over there. Their basketball yeah, they- team was amazing. Yeah, they've done very well in the past with their soccer program and also with basketball. Uh, you know, their, their basketball coach, Dwight Gingrich, has done a good job taking those kids to state many times. They're they're a little young on their soccer program right now. They've got, uh, I think they've got have about six freshmen out for soccer. Then they have about six seniors, and then they only have like one or two sophomores or juniors to uh, fill the gaps in there. So, uh, you know, and from any, any sports program playing on a varsity level, if you if you're filling if you have freshmen starting in your program and this is what I tell our, our our parents every year at our parent meeting in the spring is if we have freshmen starting as our varsity kids then our program really isn't where it needs to be um, in all honesty you know to have a successful program you should have juniors and seniors filling your rosters to be uh, competitive you know that you got the numbers of kids out to, to fulfill those roles. And, um, you know, freshmen, the thing about them is it's just they're freshmen, they're smaller, they're generally a little bit slower, uh, can be intimidated a little bit more mentally also when they get knocked down or pushed around a couple of times. So that's what we're going to be dealing with Hillcrest. They're, they're just kind of, uh, they're, they got a lot of freshmen and they have, they have some seniors and then the, the pot is just kind of mixed in between. Um, they play Southeast Iowa Super Conference Soccer. Uh, I think they're probably two games below 500 this year just for, you know, rebuilding purposes. So, but once again, it's a team that can beat us if we don't go out and have our heads screwed on straight and uh, perform like we need to for 80 minutes. So uh, talk, let's talk a little bit about your team. Uh, who, who's, uh, who's been your scores and your de- and providing the defense? And we already, we know about your goalie, but uh, let's talk about some of these other players and how they're contributing and, and what do they need to do to, to keep you moving forward. Yeah, we just we need to continue to keep our balance. Uh, we don't. When you look at our team, we don't have one person that stands out for scoring goals. We have uh, you know five or six kids that are within four or five goals of each other of scoring on the year, and that keeps that keeps a good balance within your system. Uh, you know, if we get to a game and, and somebody decides they want to mark one of our kids, then we just we just move that kid around and we have somebody else step in. Or we change our system of play a little bit as to, you know, maybe we'll attack more with our outside backs and have our forward check back in and draw the center back so we have the area exposed so we can score easier with somebody else. So, uh, you know, Jack Pennington has been doing good again for scoring this year. Owen Trimpey, um, he's probably our most dominant one-on-one when we get a breakaway. Um, Gunnar Gingrich has been had a great year this year as well. He's a senior. He's, he's definitely the hardest-working kid on the pitch. In the, in the four years that he has been at Midprey Soccer, he has been the hardest working, um, never, he never gives up. I mean, that kid gives 110%. He's always getting beat on. You never know how he's going to finish games, but he does. 
And uh, I think he's missed one game in four years because of injury, because somebody's hurt him. He's just solid. Um, and then also we've got other kids that have come out this year. Colin Miller, um, Noah Ford, he's a junior this year. He's been coming in. He starts for us, but he's been coming in and scoring goals in games where it's been a little bit tighter for the other ga- uh, the other guys that are scoring. Grady Gingrich, um, he scored earlier in this year, and he's, he's a big physical uh, he's one of those football players, very, very athletic, just doesn't understand the game 100% yet, but each, each minute he gets in there, he's getting it better. He's putting himself in the right position to, to present opportunities, and the goals will continue to come for him as well as he continues to play. Uh, Daniel Rogers, uh, that's a midfielder. Uh, he's a sophomore. He's had, some, he's had a couple good goals for us this year. He understands the game just a little bit smaller, a little bit slower right now, but as he continues to grow, he's going to get better. Alex Bean, uh, we've had him play our center center mid. He used to play soccer at youth, but uh, he stepped away from it. And he came back to us this year, and uh, you know he's had he's had games where he's had four goals. So it's been pretty incredible what Alex has been able to do for us as well, coming back for his first year. And um, definitely, you know, we couldn't have had the year that we've had already if we wouldn't have had Alex uh, step in to help control the middle for us as well. And then we got Braden Hartley. He's had a cool goal or two. He's kind of a holding midfielder. But if we get the opportunity to sneak him high, he's, he's another one of those big kids. Uh, him and Justice both qualified for the shuttle hurdle relay for state. So our first playoff game, they're going to be running at uh, Drake Stadium at about 2 o'clock. And then as soon as they finish, they're going to get in a vehicle. They're going to load up. And our soccer, our first round soccer game doesn't start till 6.30. So they'll both be back. They will have run at the state tournament that day and then come back and play a first-round playoff game for us uh, to help our squad try to win our first-round game. So, you know, like I said, if they beat us, uh, we're just solid as a team. Defensively, we're solid. Jarrett uh, Hoffman, he's a center back. that He's a four-year starter. He's probably one of the better backs in the state. Uh, he's got Bo Flynn, a sophomore, working with him. And those two two guys, when they're paired up together, are very good pretty smart they talk well they guide people in front of them put them in correct places and then our two outside backs are tucker miller and and jackson jack pennington both of those guys are dangerous when they get high they both can score tucker's probably got the best serve from outside um outside the 18 area box to get a ball in so somebody can finish it and then they both do a good job of like i say getting high and our wingers do a good job of covering back to play defense for them so that if we lose the ball they don't have to sprint back and sometimes we can get a ball to them right away and they get another opportunity to score with it. So like I say for us, the biggest thing is, is you're going to have to have a team that has as much balance as what we have in order to, to counter it out. And it just, it just makes, uh, it just makes us that much more difficult to get beaten when we have balance and we're just, we're not just relying on one guy. Well, we're talking to coach Katie of the mid Prairie golden Eagles, one of uh, Southeast Iowa's most passionate coaches. Uh, we really appreciate uh, you being on the show. Could you come back uh, if you win a few rounds and talk to us again and uh, maybe all the way to the state championship? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to come on. I'd enjoy talking to you. Well, how can our, how can our listeners follow the games uh, on the, you know, where, where are, you know, where, where is the game at? What time is it? And uh, uh, has, has there been some pretty good support? Is there, as the weather gets a little better? Yeah. Our last game, we noticed we had quite a few more people, at the game because the weather is finally nice. It wasn't raining. It wasn't 20 mile per hour wind. So people got out of their cars and, I, and, and the kids really appreciate that. And I think it makes them play a little bit harder too. 
Um, as for now, though, for like first round games, you're just going to have to follow media, uh, Twitter, uh, Mid Prairie Boys Soccer. We'll have we always post everything there. We have a stat sheet up too, as well to see who scored, uh, what what minutes they scored, how many shots each and each player had, justices saves, corners taken, uh, just kind of information like that. And then uh, you know you just have to Iowa Iowa High School Athletic Association. Uh, should have coverage on it, and then Varsity Bound will actually list the brackets for every district, and uh, people can actually follow the the uh, the brackets by clicking on Varsity Bound and, and checking scores there. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, uh, say hello to your son. I know he's a big part of the program. Uh, here at uh, all of our listeners, want to thank you for all the work that you put in with these young men, and uh, good luck in the playoffs. Hey, I appreciate it. Yeah, my, I do owe a lot of credit to my son because uh, the, I tell you, these kids really like playing for him, and and uh, he's been a, a positive asset to the program. And uh, once again, it's you can't you can't do this self by your you know you can't build a great program by yourself. You have to have an incredible staff, and and uh, he's just part of it that makes makes it run so well. Well, well mannered, uh, respectful. Community-minded young men are a rare commodity today, and uh, the world's a lot brighter place, especially our community, because of men like you that's helping out. Yeah, you know, and to, before we get out here, I we had from here a couple weeks ago, and uh, I only had one of these young men actually step down off the stage and grab the young lady's hand and help her down the stairs to get off of it. And I brought that to the attention of and everybody on the soccer team on the team meeting there the next day. Uh, on a Monday morning that we only had one gentleman in the group and everybody else needed to work on that. So uh, I, I try to keep them honed in on all aspects on, on, you know, manners that are forgotten or holding, holding, opening and holding doors for women and, and, you know, jumping to the back of line when you see somebody else, a family or something. So we, we, we do our best to, to uh, mentor these young men and uh, keep them mannered so that uh, they look good in the community. Well, we have strong men in the community and we have such a good school and so many opportunities. And then the, 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 especially when the kids get to excel, like they do at mid Prairie and, and you guys are always in playoffs and basketball, playoffs and football, playoffs and soccer. Seems like your golf team does pretty well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, our, uh, I think our, I think our girls track team is taking 16 events to state. And I think our boys track team is taking 13. So yeah, well-rounded. Lots of lots of good stuff going on in the spring, and and uh, very successful. So I'm just just lucky to be a part of it. Well, it's a tremendous support from both Kelowna and Wellman, and all the rural areas and everything in between, and all the the kids that uh, parents uh, transfer them down there to go to school too. I heard there's quite a few, quite a little bit of that too. So yeah, yep. We have a we have an excellent homeschool program that many people take advantage of as well. Yes. Well, uh, good luck to the. Uh, Mid Prairie Golden Hawks, one of our favorite uh, teams, one of our favorite communities here in Southeast Iowa. Good luck, Coach. All right. Thanks for talking.